It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, season four, episode two, Community to Start the Year. Good morning, good afternoon, happy commute. If you if you're one of the crew that listens the day the episode drops, happy Labor Day. Happy you're probably Labor Day. off. Yeah, I mean you're pr- probably. I think everyone is off. Um, I am Mike Principal Extraordinaire from Lansing, Illinois, and this is Josh Buckley, an elementary assistant principal from Mesa, Arizona, and we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, where we talk about sprinkling that DIY, that passion, and that unity all around our schools and classrooms. And Mike, this is like our first proper episode yes, of, se- of season four. La- last week we talked, or two weeks ago, we talked about our favorite things. You got the lucky effort of doing our first reflection of, of the year. Yep. Now And now we're on our mission this year to share um, where we are seeing punk rock happen on our campuses, right? Like, right. I'm no longer, uh, I'm no longer in the classroom, uh, y- you know, we used to talk about how we are kind of implementing these things. You as right. an administrator, me as a classroom teacher. But this year, we really want to focus on sharing where we're seeing that stuff. And this is a day where we want to share where we're seeing that unity or community. Because in the punk rock scene that you and I were part of as kids and we still see going on today is this idea of, you know, the punk rock scene or punk rock community um, is one where, you know, the goal, at least in the scenes I was in, was to make sure you're bringing everybody in, being inclusive, creating that that community where everyone had the opportunity to be a part of it, whether you were in the band or in the pit or, you know, taking tickets at the door or making flyers or whatever it was. Everyone had had an opportunity to belong. And, And some of my favorite punk bands, some of my favorite hardcore bands, they they sing about unity, about coming together, about being a part of something. And so today we wanted to share where we are seeing that. It's the beginning of the school year. This is that time when teachers are building relationships. They are creating their school communities. And so we wanted to share what we've observed and what we've seen happen. And so maybe if you're one of those campuses that just started, you're one of those districts that doesn't go back until after Labor Day. This is yeah. an opportunity for you to hear a couple things that might kind of help you out. So so let's let's dive into it. Mike, first, why do you think that that community building is an important part uh, of of, you know, being a teacher, being an educational leader, being on campus? Why is that piece so important? Yeah, I mean, it's huge because when you have this sense of community, you have the sense of belonging that you're a part of something. So let's take a classroom, for example, when those students feel like as much as this is my classroom as it is, you know, it's not just the teachers and we're coming in here and they're telling us what to do. It's we're all part of this. Uh, it, it opens up for people to take risks, for people to not be afraid, you know, to to go out out of their comfort zone or to try something. You know, for example, like teachers leading a, dis- uh, a discussion. If there's this, I've seen from elementary and from when I used to be in, uh, you know, middle grades, students will be more 
apt to like not be afraid to like raise their hand and try to answer or even if they're not sure yeah um yeah. And, and and chime in and to help each other out too i've seen that a lot where you know someone is struggling whether it's academically behaviorally i mean we've already seen things on our campus um with new students who have come in been upset been crying for whatever reason i mean i've got pictures teachers have texted me where a student you they're sitting on the carpet you know this was like a third grade class they're yeah. sitting on the carpet and you see the student have his hand on another student's back like you know like it's okay, them. like like yeah, yeah like covering like hey it's okay we're gonna get through this yeah. so i mean and, and the same goes for you know the adults like you know you you're not walking into a school thinking I'm going in, I'm going into my room and I'm closing the door. And then I'm this all, that's all I'm here for. Cause I said it at our opening day to, to the entire district, like education can feel so alone at times. Right. 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 You, and and kind of, I, I alluded to that part of in the, in my re- reflection last week, but when you know, you've got, as you always say, these experts down the hall from you, right. you've got, you know, your crew behind you, um, it, it lets you know, like, and you're going to be able to get through anything. You know, we've talked about yeah, that with the yeah. pit. Like, you're going to get through it. Yeah. And and I, I think you're right. And I think, you know, and I think you and I are an opportunity this year. And, and you know, I, I'm really kind of excited about keeping my eyes open for this stuff more. Right. Yeah. So it's not just two punk kids talking about, you know, like, or punk old men talking about, you know. Right where they, you know, where, oh, this is how you could do it, or this is what it is, but but where we see it. So, Mike, we're, you know, it's the beginning of the school year, you're a couple weeks in, where have you seen, or how have you seen a, a teacher build community or, or get that unity going in their classroom? What's an example that you've seen so far? Yeah, one of my favorites, it was, I think, day two, I walked into um, a third grade classroom, and the kids were you could tell they were working on something right and mm-hmm. every every student was engaged and it wasn't you know in the beginning of the year is always like you're not expecting for the most part kids to just be you know the free for all if they finish like you know the kids are they're you know we're, we're we're very well behaved and they were working on something and they you could just feel like it's hard to explain you could feel the respect in the room already and i think literally i think it was day two or three and um you know i looked and the teacher says to me oh well we just finished um doing our gratitude journals Mm -hmm. and she had bought all of her students like a real little notebook and you know they they've took you know five minutes out of their morning to do this gratitude journal and then she kind of explained to me what she explained to them, like, oh, you know, the the science behind writing down like things that you're grateful for every day, yeah, you know, and da na na, and you know, then like some kids will share out, and it's to me seeing this with third grade, and I kind of was like, you know, I always say I'm going to do my gratitude journal, and I always say I don't have time, and she's like, well, what did I tell you know students? What did I tell you? You know takes one minute and she goes where do i keep mine at home they're like you keep it on the toilet she goes right because first thing in the morning (laughs) everyone goes to the bathroom so it's right there you grab it you go to the bathroom and you (laughs) you do it i'm like i love that actually it's good so yeah to me it you could tell from day one she was creating this hey every day there's something to be grateful for like what what you know it's such a young age too like to teach these kids like what's something you're grateful for every day let's write it down yeah Let's share it and let's hear 
let's hear what other people, you know, are go- have going on in their life. And the thing is, when I see this teacher doing that, and I was in her room the other day, uh, now, you know, we're about two weeks in. And again, it's hard to explain because you could just feel it when you walk in there, but the kids are, you know, where I have other classrooms still trying to establish the expectations, like these students already know, and they're just like, yeah, let's, let's do some learning. Let's yeah. you know, move on together. Yeah. It's, it's real powerful. And that's one of my favorite things because, you know, we've seen, we've seen like, you know, the peace circles and the morning meetings, which I think are all amazing things that we need to be doing. Yeah. But I've never seen a teacher do this, you know, like a specifically with, oh, sorry if you guys heard that. I got a virus protection. I didn't um, hear it, so I think yeah. we're good. Oh, good. <laughs> so it's, it, it, I've never, like I said, I've just, I've never, I've seen like journal writing, you know, yeah. ring or things like that, but like to focus on gratitude, I'm like, that's powerful, you know? And hopefully yeah. these kids stick with it. Right. And I, well, I think the other part is it, it lets kids know, you know, what's going on with each, with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I'm sure that teacher is like, look, you can be, you can have gratitude for all sorts of stuff. You don't have to have gratitude that like, oh, this right. giant big thing happened. Right. It could be, it right. could be whatever it is. Um, but what it, it creates that connection between her. As a, yes. as a teacher to kind of know what's going on with kids. And it also creates that connection from kid to kid, right? right. Where they're building that community. They know about each other. They know what's going on with one another. Um, on, on one of my campuses this year, uh, we started capturing kids' hearts. Uh, so it's Ooh, a, it sounds a, cool. a process or a program. I'm sure they don't like you to call it a program, uh, right? right? So we did capturing kids' hearts training at the beginning of the year. And one of the things that you do is, is this thing called a social contract. So every classroom creates a document. Um, and it's not classroom rules. It's not like procedures and processes. It's right. not, I will raise my hand to do this. It's not what it is. Essentially, what it is, is it's a handful of questions that you have students uh, answer together they they write stuff down they come up with the things they think are the most important and then you have the students create this this document with this list of, of words on there so essentially it's like how do you want to be treated in this classroom you know how do you want uh to be how do you want to treat each other in this classroom how do you want the teacher to treat you in this classroom how do you think the teacher wants to be treated by you um how do you want to treat each other when there's a conflict or a problem, right? So kids brainstorm all these different words, right? Or they write down all of these things. Well, I want to be treated with kindness. I want us to, you know, I want, you know, us to talk, you know, nicely to each other, or I want us to work things out or the teacher. How do you think the teacher wants to be treated by me? And and they might, they make this giant list of, of words. And as a class, you put that that document together and a student comes up and a student scribes it down and writes down all the words. And, and what you do with that is whenever something arises in class, right? Whether it's student to student or student to teacher or student to entire class, you can, you can point to that and go like, Hey, how did we, we decided our, how we want to work in this community. Right. We we've made our social contract. We said that we were going to, you know, we were going to, 
You know, everybody said that that we were going to try to be kind to one another or everybody said that we would listen to each other. So right now, are you are you listening to each other? Right. And and so we've talked about this before, this idea of like, well, you're doing it yourself, you're creating buy in. But what we've what we've done, what, what teachers have done, and I've, I've been in classrooms and I've seen the teacher go like, hey, remember our social contract right now? Um, you know, we're supposed to be doing this. Are we? Are you letting other people learn? Is your, you know, whatever yeah. it is, or, you know, are you allowing that to happen? And um, it, it's a really cool tool because the the students are helping build those community expectations and those community ideas with the teacher. So it's not the yeah. teacher. Yeah. It's not the teacher coming in and saying, "Oh, my rule." And I used to do this. I used to tell right. my 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 high school kids like, "My rules respect, like you respect each other, respect property, respect you know me as a teacher, and I'll respect you as students. We'll respect each other's time." Um, but seeing this process happen and, and seeing teachers going into a classroom and seeing them build this and then seeing teachers um, implement it in their day and point to it and talk to it has been has been really cool. Um, and then every classroom has one. So and every classroom is going to be different. Yeah, and every because... class, every classroom is different because it it's built with those kids and they all have very similar themes. Right. 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 Um, but it, it really, it, it, it's constructed by students and facilitated by the teacher, just like you want, just like you want anything to be right. 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 Classroom constructed by students, facilitated by, by the teacher. And it, it's been really cool to kind of see that happen. And it's been nice for me to be able to come in to a classroom or when I get a student go like, okay, what's it say in your social contract about this? Yeah. Like, what did we, you know, what did your class agree on? Like, you know, how are you going to treat each other? So, I li- you know, I, li- I like that a lot. Um, yeah. It reminds me like we have, I like how you said like the teacher will refer back to this document or this, yeah. you know, the butcher paper, wherever they have it in yeah. the room. Because like we have a first grade teacher and, and last year she was very good. If something happened, right? Like say the kids come in from recess or or some but somebody says something or does something during class, she'll stop. She would stop what they're doing. Okay, we're gonna have a meeting. And they would do a class meeting and yeah. like talk about it. Well why why did Josh, you know push so you know push mike down on the playground let's talk about it and the entire class was part of the process so even if it was an issue between you and me mm-hmm. like of you know you called me a name or whatever like the whole class first grade would problem solve together and it's it reminds me of this thing where it's like yeah if you have everyone be like these are our agreements like it's almost like these are our class norms yeah that we've all established i like that and it's and it's a little more free flowy i think sometimes when we make classroom rules they're really specific right right? it's like i'll raise my hand to go to the bathroom right this this is sort of like a very nebulous these are the kind of words and feelings we we want to have happen in our classroom right and so we can refer to that over and over again about how we want to treat each other, how we want to be treated by our teacher, how we think the teacher wants to be treated by us. And it's been really cool to kind of see that. And, and what it leads to is it leads to those conversations. Yeah. When two, teach, when two kids come in from the playground and they've had an issue, that teacher gets to go, okay, let's, let's talk about our, let's talk about our social contract. Just because you're on the playground doesn't mean that this doesn't apply right. here, right? Like how do we, uh, we want to make sure that we're, you know, we've agreed that these are the things we want. These are the things we said are important to us in class. And it's been a really cool tool to kind of see um, 
play out. And, you know, it's, it's early on. So if it, it'll be interesting to see, cause you know, anything like this, if it the, can last and, the, and yeah, I think, some, stale. I think some teachers will probably use it all the time. And I think there are right. probably other teachers who will, you know, fall back to maybe not using it, but you, you post it in your classroom. The kids wrote it. It's there. It's supposed to be up in a document, right? It's not supposed to be a little piece of paper that you typed up and you gave to every kid, right? right. It's supposed to be this living thing. And then it's, it, and, and we talked about it being a living document. So if you want to add something to it, it you right. see something happen in class, you're like, hey, we didn't, did this, this didn't work, did it? Okay, let's, who thinks we should, What what's a word or what's the, something you want to add about this? And we can, they can add it to the document. Yeah. So that's been really cool to see in the beginning of the year we're about four weeks in to kind of see that in practice right it's gonna it's it's gonna last like anything if the teacher has if that teacher's bought into it and utilizes right. it refers it's, to it it's gonna yeah otherwise it's like anything yeah if the teacher's not doing it the kids are just gonna like yeah okay yeah. i respect yeah i like it though real quick before we move on i, I like it because it's more than just to me the way you're describing it, it's more than just saying hey this is what we expect in here i mean it's this is what we would expect in society and life. Right. Like, yeah. It, being a good human. Right. It really comes down to like how we want to treat each other and how right. we want to be treated by other people. Right. It's a right. really kind of, it's a really cool way to kind of dive into it. And because every kid gets to kind of participate and add to it, you get a lot of different verbiage um, instead of just a teacher writing down right. what, they, what they think is important. So um, what's another thing you've seen on your campus that's showing this community unity? It's, this one's huge, and I love it, but I, I don't love it because of the situation of why mm. it's happening. Okay. So we've we've got a grade level, a grade level. I'm not going to say what grade. Um, we've got a lot of students that are got some struggles this year. Yes, and maybe they're not properly placed, or maybe we don't have the right supports or figured out the supports that are going to work for them yet. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's been really powerful though, to see all of these other hands come into play. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. We, we, both of our social workers <clears throat> have, you know, and our psychologists have given up numerous amounts of their time to come help and assist and observe, um, paraprofessionals across across the building have come to help come into these classrooms to help assist and make sure that you know it's not just a teacher by themselves you know like yeah. myself and the assistant principal like other teachers you know we had our our four or five instructional special ed teacher come in and do observations and she even came we did an intervention meeting um with one of these teachers to so, you know, it was myself, the assistant principals, both social workers, um, special ed instructor came and because she's got a her background is is amazing with dealing with um, really severe students. Mm -hmm. And she's just from what she saw in her experience, like we, we had like this intervention meeting, you know, behavioral intervention meeting, like, all right, what can we do? What have, yeah. what have you been doing as a classroom teacher? What can we do to help support, to, you know, you know because this can't keep going on. Right, right. And it's it's talking to other other grade levels and talking to other teachers um, and staff members, them saying like, you know, we want to help out as well. So seeing everyone kind of come together because, you know, 
it, it really shows me like all these years that I've been saying, like, these are our students. It doesn't matter that it's, you know, this grade level or your classroom. Like, right. These are all yeah. our kids and seeing everyone kind of come together and, and try to help problem solve, take some of these students when they need a break. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm really hopeful and I feel like we're going to get there because we're all doing it together. It's not like someone's just saying, Oh man, they got it rough. And right. Right. Like everyone, everyone's pitching in and trying to, to help the situation. So it's, it's been, like I said, it's to me, I don't like that we're in this situation, but at the same time, like it's, it shows how powerful like and someone even said to me like we need to be all in on this and it right. wasn't even yeah and it wasn't even someone in that grade level like another staff member who's not even a classroom teacher was like we need to be all in, in on this and like you know right. help out like so it's it's like i said it's been that's something i am great you know when you look at the silver line of everything right. like yeah no i'm I- grateful to have this this staff that's willing to do that and i hear not all campuses are the same we've we've had we've had a similar situation we've got a a, you know a couple of students that really need a lot of hands on deck right yeah and it's been really great to kind of see everybody kind of jump in right like one of my primary special ed teachers is is always like nope i i'm in i'm going right and then you know we have a couple of we have you know a handful of student teachers this year who've you know been really helpful coming in and supporting and 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 being an extra a person and an extra hand and being able to tell teachers like look i know you normally have you know this ia with you but this grade level really needs this support this year. They, right. You know, we've got a couple of students who just really need some extra hands and, and, and everybody being like, yep, we got it. Right. Cause it is that community part. It is yeah. that, you know, it, 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 it doesn't just happen. Right. Right. It comes because you've built something together and, and, and that's, and that's really important on my campus. I want to, I want to talk about like we at a, an event, we, we just had curriculum night. Right. On, oh yeah, I'm jealous. I had, I had two curriculum nights, <laughs> two curriculum nights back to back, one on one campus, one on the other campus. Um, and I, I want to talk about the 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 curriculum night. One of my curriculum nights, um, great. It was fantastic. It was not that the other one wasn't great, but you know right. what I mean. Like it it it, you know it. It's a hard thing to figure out how we get parents involved and how we build that community for something like a curriculum night, and um what do we what do we do to make that happen and and and, you know this isn't this isn't my doing but this is just just me observing and and one of my campuses we didn't call it curriculum night we call it avid showcase night because we're an avid campus right um and it was an event we had uh papa john's pizza families we sent out order forms families could order papa john pizza for for 10 bucks the pizza would be there when they were done they could do curriculum night they could eat their pizza in the cafeteria and um you know last year we didn't get to do a our curriculum night was virtual last year because we started the year and all of a sudden like they pushed curriculum night later and then everything you know covid was still covid a little more at the beginning of last year we everybody was like oh wait never mind the numbers are up maybe we shouldn't right 
maybe we shouldn't do this. And so ours was virtual last year, the year before we didn't have one, right? Because we were super right. weird the year before. So this is the first year we've had one back in a while. And you could see the parents and the community on this on this campus were like, yeah, let's go. Let's 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 be together. And it was really cool. Um, Papa John's was one thing, but we also did a scavenger hunt. So seeing, oh, your, cool. seeing your classroom, taking your kid, your that student taking their parent into their classroom was 15 minutes. So if you have multiple kids, you can go to each of their classrooms, right. 15 minute things. And on top of that was a scavenger hunt. Scavenger hunt was I'm going to take my teacher to I'm going to take my parents to the library. And in the library, we did our STEM activity. Right. So nice. our, our one of our teachers uh, who's in charge of our, you know, thinkerspace put together an activity like how tall of a tower can you make with right. note cards and tape and to see families go in there and kids like, oh, let's try it. Right. And kids competing against each other out of nowhere. It's not like we set up a, a you know, a competition or anything like that. But right. Kids came in and got to see each other. And then another station was to go to the music room. And in order to get your stamp, you had to play one of the percussion instruments that were out, right? So that's cool. They had to play percussion instruments. And then they we have a not only do we have our our um cafeteria that most places doubles as your it's your multi-purpose room, right? It's also right. your yep. also your gym. The MPR. We're, we are really lucky that we have a rec center. So we partner with the city and the city has a rec center on our property. So we have a legit big gym. And so families went to the gym and in the gym, they had to, they could shoot baskets. They could play, they could do a hula hoop. They could do all of these things. And once they did one of those, the PE teacher marked them off. Right. So they got to go place to place, see different parts of the campuses, go to the family resource center, meet people in the family resource center, find out about our boutique, find out about, you know, our family literacy programs. And then come back and have some pizza if they ordered some pizza. Kona That's ice, cool. like our shaved ice truck was there. So families nice. were coming in with shaved ice. And it was a really cool community event. And I know that that just doesn't happen, right? Like at my my principal on that campus has been there for 11 years, right? And so it's just this long building community, yeah. right? And just years of going, okay, let's try this. Okay, that doesn't work. Let's 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 try this. Okay, that doesn't work. Let's let's see what we can do to kind of build this up. Now, it's always hard to judge how many, you know, when when parents and kids come, it's hard to judge like how many people were there, right? Right. And then it's pretty free flowing because you didn't have to stay for the whole event. You didn't have to do the right have to go do the, you know, the running around campus if you didn't want to. But we had kids turn in their uh their scavenger hunt sheet at the end uh and they could get a they got like just a little prize and then we're gonna draw them we're gonna do we're doing a drawing this next week with a, a bigger prize for kids okay. right so we got i mean uh my one of our uh our family support specialists found a box of like someone donated a box of like McDonald's toys or something like that, but they were all brand new in packages. They were SpongeBob and Patrick and yeah. there were like a hundred in the box and we cleared the box out. That's so cool. I know at least, I mean, it may not have been fully a hundred because some kids brought younger siblings who may not right. be in. Right. right? So, but about a hundred kids showed up and a hundred out of, you know, a hundred ain't bad for a curriculum night. No, not at <laughs> no. all. That's so, good. Uh, it was it was it was a lot of fun. It was good. And it was good to see, you know, a big community event. And and normally when we do something like Peter P- Peter Piper Pizza Night, we have a ton of people show up. 
So it was cool to see a bunch of people on campus because nice. sometimes sometimes yeah. it's, sometimes that's tough to get. Right. There's a whole lot of reasons and a whole lot of barriers in the way sometimes for families to to make it to a curriculum night or come right. on campus. And it was really cool to kind of see folks come out. And sometimes food helps and sometimes right. making it a little more than just a, you know, come learn about this and really like, hey, come see what your kid's doing. Come see this. Mm-hmm. We're going to showcase this is 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 pretty awesome. So that was yeah, really cool community. Sure. And it helped us build more community, right? You know, we have a bunch of new students this year and I got to meet students' families for the first time. Our principal right. got to meet students' families for the first time. And uh, so that was really cool. A really good community building event. So that was fun. I, I you know, I think I, I, I think as we as we continue on with the season and we start sharing the things we've seen or the things that we're, you know, we're we're witnessing on our campuses and in our school, uh, it really makes me go. You know, just this discussion today makes me go like, awesome, right? There's good, there's yes. good things happening. It's almost like that gratitude journal you, you right. started off with, right? When we can be reflective, not only of ourselves, but when we can reflect about the things we see around us, right? <clears throat> and the good things that are happening around us, because you you even said this earlier, like education can be lonely, right? Yeah. If we're not yeah. looking for those cool things happening around us, we'll only focus in on that difficult thing. Right. We're only focus in on that tough parent phone call we had to make, or we're only going to focus in on the fact that, you know, this student had an outburst today or what, you know what I mean? We're only going to think about that as opposed to thinking about, you know, you mentioned your grade level with, with, with tough students, instead of focusing in on those, those, those struggles with behavior, bringing light to yes, but we've got this awesome team we've got where everyone this awesome, yeah. wants to help out everyone, you know, yeah. it's like, it's throwback to our micro moment episode <laughs> last season, right? You got right, the yeah. micro moments. What are those happy things going yeah. on? All right. There. Mike, it wouldn't be the punk rock classrooms podcast. If we didn't share what we're listening to my man, what do you, what have you been listening to brother? Me? Um, you know, it was my pick last week. Um, the dead formats EP from pure noise, you know, all these yeah. pure noise r- artists doing these covers of like all these old songs. And like, remember, I'm like, man, I remember this song, like all these great old songs, <laughs> but it's kind of like taking me down like this pure noise artist rabbit hole, you know, like, uh-huh. you know, li- revisiting some of those bands that I used to like, like, you know, um, Seaway and state champs, but then like some of these newer bands that I never really checked out, like, um, you know, like, uh was it the dirty nil or nil mm-hmm. um like drug church like man like wh- why have i not given these you know really listen to these bands before so just kind of checking out a lot of these um pure noise bands because i feel like pure noise you know i remember when they were kind of just came out on on the scene and i mean they're they're huge now they've yeah. got i mean it's almost like i feel you know they're going to, if not already, kind of like the next epitaph or fat. Like, just, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the talent that they're, yeah. you know, that they got on there is awesome. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good, like, um, you know, indie labels that are putting out some really great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, two bands put out just a single this last week, uh, botch put out mm-hmm. a single, and it's the first like new recording since I don't know two thousand yeah 
2000, like 1999, 2006. Like it's, it's been a while since Bosch has put something new out uh, and it is a great single. And then quicksand put out another single this last week. too. I didn't know that. So being able to listen to new botch and listen to two um, uh, new quicksand, of course, made me go back and listen to old quicksand and old botch and go listen to we are, we are the Romans by botch and just go, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. You know, like two great bands, kind of similar, but not really like it's hard to say, like, you know, it's that sort of very like not quite hardcore, but you know, right. Botch is much more yelly than, than than quicksand is, but just I saw you, when I saw you put that out, I was like, man, I haven't thought about Bosch in forever. And I'm like, (laughs) they really put something new out. And I go, and I'm like, wow. Okay. So the guitar, the guitar player from Botch, uh, was in, uh, is he minus the bear? No. What? Maybe. But he, like, he just put a solo album out. So he just put out, he just put out a solo record. David, uh, I can't remember his last name, but he just put a record out. And so I was like, okay, cool, man. We're putting out it like, all right, like botch is back. That's great. Cause they're re-releasing. We are the Romans. And so, uh, they're, they did a, uh, a new, a new song for it. So it just makes me want more botch. So that's what I've been listening to, uh, so, folks, you know, you can find the show on the website, punkrockclassrooms.com. We've got the show notes. We've got blogs. We've got poetry. We've got links to the merch table. So you can go find yourself a sweet tea or sweatshirt for the uh, for the school year. Um, you know that you can follow us on social media. The show is at Punk Classrooms, and you can find that on Instagram and Twitter. Mike and I have the same handles on both of those as well. So you can find Mike at Mike R. Earnshaw, and you can find me at Josh R. Buckley on both of those things. Uh, if you like the show, please subscribe, uh, review it on your podcast app, share it with some friends, tweet it out, let people know you're listening. Uh, we appreciate the crew and we appreciate all the growth. Um, it was kind of cool to see we hit 50,000. Yeah, I was say we hit 50,000 50,000 listens, which is a pretty That's awesome. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't No one else is running around saying what they what their number is, but I just thought, well, that's a cool big number and maybe yeah. it's not that big, but it felt really cool to be able to say that, you know, that it, it felt like a pretty big milestone to hit that. So thanks crew. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the listens. Thanks for listening. Uh, I think that's it, Mike. I think that's that's it. all we got. That's all we got. All right, folks, we'll see you at the, at the show. Podcast is a proud member of Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode. All right. Accept it, Mike. Accept the recording. Got it. Got it. <laughs>